Faces, Andy, Super, Yem, of course, and our guest has also joined. Yanus Kutuman, Chris, Dizzle, great. Nice to see you all after well a few days of not having space here. Yeah, uh, Liam, if you are able to hear me and have got the required access, think so. Yeah, you can get started. Hey, hey. Yeah, sorry. I think at first I had to like come off the space and go back on just to get the option to unmute. Um, but uh, yeah, all good here now. Great. So, How are you? Yeah, looking forward to the space. Um, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. The weather's been really nice here in the UK. Like it's a massive heat wave. Mm -hmm. uh, there's like an air show and air festival locally as well. So I uh, went to that over the weekend. So it was great. Um, doing good thing. How about you? Oh, uh, it's been good. We are having uh, like a late rainfall season of sort. Yeah, it's called monsoon. Uh, so yeah, it's been it's been already been getting caught in few like you know bursts of rain here and there. Uh, otherwise a great week. And uh, here at Omniflex, yeah, the team is busy as uh, we've been updating about like you know building some and upgrading some of our apps. Uh, you'll be hearing, of course, more about that. But really excited for Omniflex uh, TV, uh, especially like uh, time and again. Slowly, we are uh, getting more and more people signing up for the early access, and we can't wait to sort of unleash the features that have been in the works. Uh, teams doing great. Otherwise, I hope more and more of them join so that they can share uh, more from their end. But yeah, I think this is a good time. Got a lot of our uh, members of the Flix fam here, and we can get started. Yeah, I was actually going to ask quickly as well, like, um, what has the workload been like uh, at the OmniFlix, um, like with the team, you know, after the launch of the token, now everything's kind of rolling. Uh, has it been like busier or has it settled down a little bit for you guys? Um, I mean, I think, uh, well, the best person that asked that, I've sent him an invite for sure. <laughs> but at least from my point of view, uh, I think, the token was, uh, I think, just a part of the thing because we were, like, you know, before that, because with the Flix grant, like, you know, things were operational and uh, all of our apps were working. I think more and more, once the uh, launch of that happened, uh, we are just, like, there is so much that we want to, uh, like, share for our creators in terms of apps. And I think it's just, like, uh, the token was just a small piece in the, grand scheme that we had planned for 
uh, what the Omnifix hub wants to deliver. And uh, we really want to sort of exceed expectations here. And a uh, lot of the apps that we have, we're trying to upgrade them. And uh, yeah, so yeah, things are, things are busy. And I think they're very like excitingly busy, I would say. Oh, okay, Abhishek's here, I think. <laughs> if, if I've uh, downplayed everything, I think Abhishek is gonna put the right work there. So. Yeah. Uh, hey, everyone. Uh, thank you, Jatin, for sharing some of those details. Yeah. Uh, actually, the apps have been functional before, uh, but been seeing uh, good traction since the drop, uh, especially. The token launch uh, coincided with the launch of StreamSwap as well. Uh, and uh, yeah, quite a lot of admin ops, I'll say, financial ops. Uh, I think... Uh, Kaku, I was talking to Kaku from Yieldmos and he asked a similar question and you know then I in a few seconds I had to like introspect what actually changed and more than product ops we've been dealing with a lot of like say finance related ops uh, and even like dedicating that time is not enough you know honestly there can be a lot done on that front Um uh, so yeah, streamlining those operations as well as like continuing existing ops with partners with, uh, you know, say events like Cosmos, uh, of course, you know, the the Web3 native infra that we are building. Yeah. So they did change. Uh, they did change for good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Because, um, you, you know, sometimes you think, it gets really busy when the token drops and there's lots of crazy stuff happening. And then, you know, some people might be in the space thinking, oh, okay. And then it kind of gets a bit quieter again as you go back to building, but it doesn't sound like that at all, uh, Chaitin Sisler, from what you've been saying. It sounds like um, things have just been getting quicker and it's full steam ahead. So um, yeah, I'm sure you guys are always super busy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not in your head, uh, you're right. Uh, they definitely did change. Uh, we actually got a bit slower with some of our updates, I'll say, because uh, they're getting a bit more streamlined. Uh, you know, we've uh, streamlined ourselves from a comm standpoint as well. Uh, earlier, we used to move fast, but did break things quite a lot. Now we are like uh, 2x more careful, 3x more careful. Uh, Moving fast is one thing, but uh, long-term decisions, you know, all of these, they do have an impact, especially with the token life, right? So, yeah, it's not just us anymore or just a few contributors contributing to build the Omniflix network. So on that front, I'll say definitely learnings. We've had a fair share of learnings in the last uh, few months uh, or from the start of the year. And uh, yeah, with the markets behaving the way they do, uh, some of the ops really get affected because of that. Some of the other ops, uh, they do not get affected at all. So yeah, I mean, it might sound like vague from my end, but like uh, those that can see, uh, you know, from their perspective, be it our validators here, be it ecosystem community members, be it like our creators, Flix crew, you know, they are, all of them can relate to, uh, you know, part of what I said or all of it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And uh, maybe one day we can even do a, a space uh, like this where uh, you're the special guest, you know, the OmniFlix team, 
uh, and me and the community actually ask you guys a bunch of questions about everything that's been happening. That could be an interesting one. Um, but we always get like the regular updates, of, like what's happening. You know, we get like the flicked fam updates, the flicked fanatic updates from like super and then cheating with the collections uh, and then your engineering updates. But we never necessarily get to um, dive deeper into like how everything's been for you guys in your journey. So maybe that's an idea for the future. Um, but let's move on with the space today um, so we don't get too caught up in this discussion. So um, yeah, very quickly, just a warm welcome to everyone here for Flix Talk 84. Um, yeah, we've had a really great time uh, with the Flix Talks over the last few months. And uh, yeah, just a big shout out to all of you listening, all of you joining us today, uh, especially those of you who are already here. Uh, I see Super Hit here, I see Hiroyo, uh, Mr. Fox, I see regularly, Dizzle, uh, LJ, and so many others in the space, Sandy as well, thanks for joining. Uh, and we also have our guest here today as well, uh, which is Leonor's Crypto Man, a validator on Omniflix and also other Cosmos chains such as Osmosis as well. So um, yeah, we'll be getting some uh, Q&A for you guys uh, soon. Um, but yeah, first of all, how are you doing? Uh, uh, Leonor's crypto man. Uh, and what's your name, by the way? Uh, in the crypto space, I go by on Leonor's crypto man. So, <laughs> no problem. Um, yeah, it, I'm, I'm doing great. It's, it's kind of hot over here. It, it, we're, uh, I'm in the Netherlands, so it's practically the same weather as in the UK. Um, but for some reason, we went from rainy 20 degree-ish to blazing hot 30. So the, the, the gap between the experience on the weather is quite big, to, to be honest. And I prefer 25 degrees, something like that. So for me, it's on the bit on the hot side. I would love it here at the moment, Ben. I think it's literally about 25 degrees. But for us, that's too hot almost. <laughs> yeah, but for the rest, uh, yeah, everything is going great. Of course, the markets itself can be better let's put it that way um, but it's really cool to see that a lot of chains where i validate uh, they are just building they um, are not that much bothered by the fact that the token prices might not be as they want it to be um, but they still work on getting their product out getting working towards efficient uh, and making sure they are ready when the markets uh, turn for the better. So that, that's really cool to see how teams maybe go a bit quiet sometimes, but that's also a bit perspective um, because I think teams itself are communicating roughly the same, but the noise around by other people is less. So you see less uh, interaction in chats, you see less tweets, uh, that kind of stuff. So, so maybe it's more a perception of people seeing projects instead of actively the teams themselves which are communicating. But that's yeah, my I point. Think, of view. Yeah, I think it's a really interesting point. Um, and I think I think you see a lot of teams doing a lot of work when you you know go to events and conferences and stuff as well. Because I've been to quite a few, um, and they're not always publicly speaking about what they're doing in the like the bear markets. So or maybe they are, like you say, but there's less um voices around that so yeah i think that makes a ton of sense and um how long have you been in the space by the way and uh, is this just what you've seen 
now or if you've seen something different like in 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 the bull market for example uh i've seen two bull markets i started before we went to the craze of 2017 um i think i joined in summer before something like that so i've seen the run up to the 20k i've experienced the full drop to the three and then saw the full run up to the 60 again on the BTC uh, to where we, where we are right now. Um, so it, it's, it's, it's not my first bear market, let's put it that way. And it's, it's also about just keeping your calm and, and waiting till times get better, because in general they do. And in the meantime, selecting the projects you really believe in who will make a difference in the future. Yeah, totally. I think I think I'm in that process of um, reflecting on my portfolio and the projects that I'm involved with, and trying to figure out exactly that, like what's got the most potential, what's got the most uh, interesting things that I understand and I think uh, has a lot of value for people as well. And also, how good are they at communicating that? And all of these things, right? Like as a validator, you might notice this as well because I've been doing a lot of governance work with with Stakesito. Um, mm-hmm. And I actually find like looking at governance activity, you see where a lot of like developments are coming. It's harder for like new chains like OmniFlix who are getting that governance side of things off the ground a lot more. And so obviously things are either super fast that it's pushed through the team or it's like more of like, a hey, we'll only put one or two proposals up here and there until everything's stable and then we're ready to kind of get going. But aside from that, like when you look at the chains in Cosmos, like governance can be a real indication, I think, of of the activity going on there for established chains. Uh, so what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I partially agree. Um, I, I think there's, there's a difference in, in uh, the type of team who is behind the chain, uh, because we also have chains in the Cosmos ecosystem who are more Web 2-ish, let's put it that way, not, not being at the bad thing, uh, but who have a vision, who are experts in their market, who know where they want to go and should go. And they are less governance active uh, because they have a roadmap. They have a, a business plan where to go to. Um, so that, that requires less governance involvement, where on the other hand, for example, Moses is yeah, <laughs> quite governance heavy, let's put it that way. Um, where a lot of decisions are influenced by the voice of the community. Um, so, so I think it's a bit of both. So it can be an indicator, but I would not go blind on it, to be honest. Yeah, it's a great point as well. Um, so yeah, don't really disagree there. By the way, um, Sisla, do you, do you think we're okay to get on with like the questions uh, for, for Leo's crypto? man and then we can come back to the rest of the the spaces topics later i just feel like it's like we're in a good spot right now for this yeah i think we should do that because uh you know just a few thoughts from my end on here in the space today you have leonor scriptman and uh, liam representing you know like hosting the space but uh working with stake Cito on the governance part and both of them are some of the most active governance participants within the ecosystem so yeah anything related to governance and community like when they talk about it like whoever is in the space or listening to this recording recording 
definitely you can take them seriously and uh, you know by seriously i mean seriously in like bold 70 to font caps you know so please liam please go ahead sure no absolutely and uh, obviously i don't want to spend too much time like on the stakes detail side of things like we're here with um there's crypto man of course and you know i see you super active on governance all the time uh, i've seen a lot on osmosis in particular as well so um like sisla says i'm sure you have a lot of insights into that side of things um and before we kind of get onto that because we can come back to kind of the topics we were just discussing but can you just give more of an introduction first to uh, the people listening, uh, like as to the validator, the people within it, who's running it, uh, just a general introduction so people can get a feel for uh, what you do. And also your involvement in OmniFlix as well, since we're on a Flix talk. Be great. Yeah, it would be quite useful to, to have OmniFlix in there somewhere as well, indeed. Um, just a small introduction. Um, yeah, Leonor Cryptoman started in the Cosmos ecosystem as Little Cryptoman, uh, but that's already, I don't know, around this time Osmosis started a couple of years ago. Um, somewhere along the way, I partnered up with Leonor from the Bitcana team, um, who is quite also present left and right, and also an OmniFlix chat, as far as I'm aware. Um, and we teamed up where I do a bit more on the technical management of the validators. She is omnipresent in the ecosystem itself. Um, so that, that makes quite a happy match up on, on the crypto side. Um, from my side, I'm for, if I look at, at myself as a validator, I'm not the most technical one. So um, you, you should not expect a dashboard from my side or fixes to the chain or whatever. Uh, and that's especially why I tend to contribute on the governance side because uh, I have a passion for trying to connect people, trying to understand their reasoning, trying to get their opinion, uh, trying to find a good compromise where everyone agrees we should move to. Um, and that, that's where governance in the ecosystem is, is quite a, a, a nice niche, let's put it that way, where I can make a difference. So that's why uh, you, you can find me on the governance discussion of Osmosis, uh, on the OmniFlix uh, Commonwealth, but also on the Discord. Uh, and when I have IDs, uh, left and right, I also spam them to Sisla. And uh, that's also why I am interested to follow, for example, the developments around the OmniFlix TV 2.0. Um, because I've got some ideas to try to enhance the interaction of the community with governance. And I've got some ideas which I would like to test to see if we can make governance a bit more sexy. Let's put it that way. Isla, any thoughts on the... Um the OmniFlix TV side of things and uh, interacting uh, with the community from a governance perspective? Yeah, like for sure. Uh, I'll take this opportunity to let people know that uh, we will be releasing OmniFlix TV on the 9th of, uh, or the 11th of September, 9-11. And uh, yeah, in this first like version or the first release on uh, September 11th, you might not see anything related to governance, but eventually a proposal 
can be added. The URL, I mean, scan URL to the proposal can be added, for example. Uh, video can be generated, or if you already have a video explaining a proposal, you can upload it and add an interaction, uh, which can enable people to vote directly through the video using Omniflix TV onto the proposal. So this is a, an interesting feature that, or an interesting type of interaction that we have planned. And we believe this will be the first one to go live from an on-chain activity standpoint. So I think uh, Leonor Skipperman was referring to that specifically uh, to make governance a little sexy. Yeah, I, I guess um, <clears throat> voting sometimes is difficult. And I, I've been writing, for example, the governance update for Osmosis for a while. Um, that due to some restructuring, that's at the current moment not not one of my things I do. Um, but I think indeed there is some still some space to really get an explanation of proposal, what it means, and what it means for the vote for the people. And if indeed they can can vote quite easily through the video to remove the hassle of. Uh, of the normal voting procedure, there will be quite a lower barrier for people to interact and to understand why they are voting. And if we can get some governance participation up through that way, it would be quite cool. Yeah, I just had to, like a couple of ideas around like how that would look. I think as well, like a lot of proposals have like a proposal draft, right? And there's a bunch of text and some of it's relevant sometimes the governance and sometimes it's like less relevant for the the on-chain proposal like sometimes it's just extra information or extra depth into like the proposal and why it should be implemented but sometimes like when you look at like a proposal draft on commonwealth for example or on a forum and then you look at the proposal that's submitted on chain there can be like a bunch of stuff that's just not included on the on-chain proposal uh, and sometimes it's relevant to what you're voting on. Like you're voting yes to something that's only written in text on the forum rather than on chain. So like for me, like that's a big barrier for people sometimes in voting. It makes it more challenging. Like it's not uniform every time you go to like a proposal. You can't see like exactly what parts matter the most and it's not structured in the same way every time. And sometimes like the text isn't even on the on-chain proposal, right? So that's like even more challenging. Um, so I guess like from both of your perspective, I don't know if either of you have like thoughts to like add on to this, but um, I guess from a perspective of making it digestible for people, like having a like a video style format for governance proposal text, like so it's being read out to you in a in like a video, or it's being explained by someone, or it's summarized, and you can vote through it. That seems to like really lower the barriers to. To participating and and the time someone has to commit to, to making an informed decision. So any thoughts from either of you on that? You're stealing my spoiler. <laughs> no, seriously. Um, I, I don't know if I shared it with Sisla or only internal with some other people, um, but I've been playing around with exactly that. Um, I have made drafts, for example, of one of the Osmosis updates I wrote I think about a month ago, just in a video format where um, the proposal explained what it is, what it does, the pros and the cons, and the vote options. 
Um, so, so that might be indeed a, a route where people can just start a video, understand what the proposal is about, and uh, make an educated vote. And if that indeed lowers the barrier for people to participate in governance, to understand that their vote actually matters, uh, then we might actually see also the, the participation levels going up, which I think is a very good thing in the crypto space where um, yeah, instead of what we experience in real life sometimes, in the crypto space, people can actually influence where they think things should go. So when the, the opportunity is there, I think we should at least invite people and make it as easy as possible to um, yeah, to get them on board on expressing their opinion. And I think that would be really cool if, if that could be done via video format. Yeah, you know, this is uh, absolutely right. Uh, one more point that, uh, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll combine a flow. So there is sleep that's like generating chat GPT summaries. I think even Minscan is doing that right now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that can be utilized. As a small video, there can be videos that can be used as a temperature check. So validators right now take the decision on behalf of all their delegators. But if their delegators are their community, you know, they can also like go ahead and run an interactive video just to make sure there is this temperature check uh, when it comes to voting on a proposal. Like you know, some of the more controversial ones or the some of the more discussed ones are. Uh, you know, some of the proposals where validators taking a position, uh, you know, might affect the outcome and so on and so forth. So, you know, temperature checks can be used. Eventually, the flow can be in such a way that you participate in an interactive video or drop an NFT to all your stakers on a specific chain, you know, off a specific chain. Uh, you know, have a token-gated interactive video experience where you can verify that only your stakers are actually voicing their opinion and not uh, someone random, you know, that's participating in a Telegram group or a Discord channel. And uh, eventually, you can like get an analysis and insight into what your community thinks for validators as a validator. If you're a D app, you know, you can just go ahead. Like Commonwealth is one way, but you know, this can be another way where people can go ahead and like participate. If you ask people to say comment on Twitter or comment on say a Discord forum or on Commonwealth, the engagement participation might be low. But if you want people to like just click a you know click a button, you know, interact with the video, we believe the participation will be high, you know, higher. Just like how a uh, tweet that asks you to say reply in the comments versus a tweet that's a poll, right? So you get a lot more participation uh, for polls. Even if the I mean the ratio is like this, usually you have like 100 participants, 50 to 100 participants for, say, you know, 10 people that are actually liking the poll. So, you know, all of these things uh, do matter. And, you know, they've been considered into, like, designing this system where uh, people can use it for multiple aspects. And, uh, yeah, uh, Leonis and I saw the Osmosis governance update and I wanted to ask you a bit more about that. But, uh, you know, you mentioned it yourself. So... Yeah, thank you for that. And Liam, yeah, we believe that uh, interactive videos, like video as a format, especially, can be utilized for a lot more things. And interactive videos can take it a step further. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's like a ton of ideas around like how like interaction and videos can be used, like not only in governance, but in other 
areas of uh, education's really I think what we're talking about with with how like the interactions can be used in a governance sense and um yeah uh Lynn as crypto man like everything you were talking about made like a ton of sense so um really interested to see um your validator take that that forward on omniflix tv and uh one of the questions i had was or one of the questions for for you guys uh was actually like how are you planning to get involved with omniflix um outside of just validation and uh, i guess that is one of the things you'll be getting involved uh through uh, through omniflix tv which is very awesome to see yeah, I've, in the past, I've also played with the idea indeed to, for example, airdrop NFTs to delegators on, on, on one of the chains uh, and ask them to, to burn, for example, if they would find, if they have the opinion that my validator should vote yes or no on a certain proposal. Um, but I didn't, didn't take that through yet. Um, but now hearing the, the options we have with OmniFlix TV, I'm, I think I'm also going to revisit that uh, that thought to gauge indeed the the thoughts of my delegators on how the validate should vote. So that is not my vote, but that's really a, a group decision for how the Leonor Scriptman validators should vote on a certain proposal. And I think that's that's really cool if we can get that done. That it's not one person doing the vote, but it's really the group of people who put their trust in me and their, their tokens on my validator, that they also have influence on how I behave on chain. And that would be really cool. So like following on from that, is um is OmniFlix TV like one of the so is it like the main place where you see potential with OmniFlix or do you see like a broader scope for, for what OmniFlix is doing? Like how are you looking in at OmniFlix as a validator and as like a potential OmniFlix TV user? Uh, what I really like, for example, also about OmniFlix is <clears throat> the fact that we are also looking to a uh, ticketing system, uh, the, the stream shop, of course, there for, for launching uh, new coins and, and the prices go free, which was the, the liquidity bootstrapping previously on Osmosis. Um, uh, the, the payments for the ticketing, of course, which are also included, for example, for, for Cosmoverse. So there, there are tons of things going on on OmniFlix, and I probably, probably miss a lot uh, as well, which not springs to the mind at the moment. Um, but it's really, really nice to see that it's alive. It's a vision where it should go, and that should also be more than just profile pictures. And that's a part which I really like about OmniFlix to make a difference with using blockchain without actually promoting its blockchain, but it's more like a user-friendly method of owning your own tickets funds, profile picture, whatever. And it's it's more than just a blockchain part. So that's, that's really cool, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I, I understand that. And um, for me, like I've always found like the TV element to be like a real unique selling point. But you're so right. There's like a ton of other stuff like happening uh, in the OmniFlix, I guess, ecosystem as well. So it's not just like videos. It's not just PFP collections or just NFTs. It's not just ticketing. Um, there's like all of these different components, which is really awesome. 
Um, while we have you here, uh, Leonel's Crypto Man, and we have you on the space, like a couple of other topics for, for you as a validator. Um, so like, what are you, what are your plans like more broadly in the interchange? So we've spoken a lot about OmniFlix, uh, how you're planning to get involved, a lot of like the components of OmniFlix that are interesting to you. So like, it'd be good to get a feel of more broadly uh, where your validators positioned within the interchain and what are your plans for say expanding or areas of focus anything like this that'd uh, be good to hear some of your thoughts uh, i'm not in the field of expanding at the moment um together with uh, trying to have a private life and my daytime job because validating is not paying my bills at the moment um it is it is enough uh I, I can, of course, do more change, but that would also mean that I would do less on governance participation or interacting with people and that kind of stuff. And then that's simply a trade-off which I'm not willing to make. Um, so for me, the amount of change which I'm on, and I've, I'm running two test nets of change which are not live yet. So that's for me the max I can handle at this moment while still trying to make a difference or at least contribute to the projects where I validate, which is one of the major elements for me, which is important to at least have some, um, yeah, some touch with the project I'm validating. I, I don't want to be a validator who just sets up a validator, uh, mint some blocks, and that's it. I really want to contribute to the project, uh, understand where it's going, um, see where where I can make a difference with knowledge I have and where I can support a team on doing stuff. So for me, it's really about yeah, selecting the projects which I believe in, which I make, can make a difference where the team is open also for contribution, because of course that's also important. Um, and then going with that. And right now I'm on a lot of projects where luckily that's the case. Uh, I'm not the biggest validator. You find me generally in the bottom half of the validator set, but it's also okay. Um, that also gives me some ground to battle for decentralization. It makes it easier if you're in the bottom half than in the top sometimes. Um, so it, it's really <clears throat> following the, uh, also the, the now developments in the ecosystem with a lot of interest in yeah, more or less also some positions in other coins. Uh, and also trying to see where chains, for example, can link up to support each other. Because that's also one thing which I think the ecosystem itself can quite benefit from, I guess. Yeah, I think uh, like symbiotic relationships between different chains. Um is really beneficial um so i'm a big believer in that as well uh linus crypto man um it sounded like what you were saying though is uh as a val i was thinking like from the perspective of a validator right it sounds very much like for you uh, and for uh, linus crypto man uh validator like validations more than just like block production uh, and running infra because uh, you spoke a lot about contributing to chains um which you validate on beyond just the validation so yeah what would you say that's that's kind of your perspective that validation is more than just block production yeah for, for me it is um 
It, it, to be honest, running a validator in a technical sense is not that hard. There are tons of good uh, guides out there which you can just follow. You can can uh, change the binary name, change the Genesis file, change the chain uh, code, and then you can run a validator. That's not it's not rocket science. Let's put it that way. Uh, of course, keeping it up, keeping it secure, keeping it stable with the right response times, everything that's a little bit more work. Let's put it that way. Um, however, I think the real magic is that a chain should aim to have a validate set of validators who also contribute to the success of the project. And um, that the success of the project is also a joint effort instead of only the team who should do the work. Um, and I think that um, that trade-off should also just be normal because in the long run, if the chain is successful, the investment made by the validator at the point where we are right now also pays off in the long run. So in, instead of just having the interaction on producing blocks, I think it should we should really aim for validator sets regardless of the size, because I know those discussions are also an ecosystem um, of validators who actively find a place where they can help the project slash the team forwards. And I think that sometimes that is still undervalued in the validator sets, to be honest. It also probably becomes a lot harder as you expand the more chains, right? Because you have to split resources across more chains and sometimes chains can even be in conflict with each other. So yeah, just a thought I had as you were talking about that there. Uh, that, that is totally true, but that's, that's also why I say for speaking for ourselves that the amount of chains we are on right now is also the max we can handle because as said, otherwise I have to make the trade-off that I can't contribute to the level I want to the projects where I validate. So it, it, it's, it's really about making choices on what you are comfortable with in terms of who you are as a, as a validator and what you can contribute to the project. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, Sisla, what are your thoughts on this from like the perspective of OmniClick and towards the validator set and selecting validators and, and such? Any thoughts? Oh, yeah. I mean, I should say we did our best to, to put together an, an initial set of validators that actually contributed. Uh, like, we are validators. Like, we were validators, or we still are validators on across multiple chains. Uh, and I've become very selective just due to the same reason that when we are part of the uh, no active set or you know, when we are part of the set that's actually producing blocks, we also intend to do a bit more. You know, it's not just about block production. Uh, it can be different for different ecosystems. Maybe an ETH validator uh, might not need to take care of that because, you know, of a lot of reasons. Uh, but when you look at, say, Cosmos app chains or <clears throat> to some degree, even Solana uh, validators, these are, you know, these are all organizations that are validating in some sense, and uh, it is expected for them to be involved as part of the community. So 
it's the same thesis that we have as uh, most uh, upchain validators. And, uh, you know, from the perspective of Omniflix as a validator, if these are the thoughts from the perspective of Omniflix as a network, you know, we are, we did our best, but at the same time, you know, uh, there was this filtration process in some sense because the chain did not, uh, the chain launched, but there was no token for a while. And that has, uh, you know, help us bring together some of the best uh, validators within the ecosystem. Uh, and we've had absolutely no issues, I'll say that. And uh, yeah, this has eventually also helped us uh, identify uh, contributors from within the active set and even outside the uh, active set that intended to be a part of the network uh, long term. So, you know, it has helped our unique case also helped us uh, curate a better set and you know at this point in time definitely curation is needed uh, to some degree of course the permissionless uh, nature of how it can go about is also something that uh, we've considered but we felt that you know having the right people to work with to take things forward will matter in the long run versus going like full decentralized mode or permissionless mode right from day one so yeah, like that approach has reflected in uh, you know, you know multiple ops across all of our ops. I'll say you know with the apps launching using the fee grant you know, to an extent permission, uh, the ticketing system maybe like a web two point five model. You know all of these things. Yeah, we we are not like purists. Uh, yes, there is a spectrum between zero and one. Uh, if this is the decentralization spectrum. We are somewhere in the middle and. We are looking mostly at adoption and adoption both for the tech that we're building and uh, for the community as a whole. So, you know, yeah, uh, these are some of our thoughts. Uh, definitely, they might be contradicting with some of the theses uh, that people might have. But uh, at the same time, we felt that this was the best way to navigate the ecosystem say, right from 2020, uh, which was when Omniflix uh, started. Uh, first while while later, yeah. yeah but I think that's also good. Uh, people, there will always be people who agree and disagree. I would say that that's the whole, I think, charm of being people, right? We, that we don't have the same opinion, everyone, because that would be quite boring. So uh, as long as you make a choices, I would say where you believe. It is best, and it is with the information you have at the moment. I think it's okay, and I think indeed, in the, in the at least for what I see on the Omniflix side, there's quite a diverse set who is indeed either supporting on the tech or supporting validators with tools or do marketing or whatever. So I think it's it's quite cool to see. All right, smashing. So um. Yeah, we have a lot of topics still to cover, uh, but we have spent quite a bit of time um, discussing this whole validated situation and uh, OmniFlix and everything uh, in Oz Crypto Man. Thank you so much, and I hope you stick around for the rest of the space. Um, but I just wanted to give you a chance to share any updates that you have uh, with the community uh, and also how users or delegators, etc., can reach out and contact you. Uh, in short, it's, it's quite easy to, to at least contact. Um, my Twitter DMs are open. You can find me on every Telegram channel on the chains where I validate and also some other ch ch channels where I don't validate. 
you can con- make, contact me on Discord. Uh, find the creative route, uh, and and I'll see it. Uh, I'll always respond. I'll also always try to listen to what's being said. Um, and I hope a lot of people who are already delegating are quite happy with how I perform, at least my, my what I see, the, the amount of undelegation is not that high. So I tend to assume that people are quite happy with what I do. And over time, slowly, at least uh, it, it's getting more known. So um, I think it's going quite okay. Um, with respect to, to long-term plans, um, it, it might be needed to revisit the change where I validate at the moment, uh, maybe out of cost perspectives, but it might also depend on how long the bear market will last. Um, but for the rest, I, I at least plan to go on with what I do right now to participate as actively as I can on spreading word um, with Leonor active in, in the communities, um, doing the governance work, um, that kind of stuff. And of course, as said, I'm really trying and, and willing to try to see if we can get governance participation up. If, if we would breach that barrier, then I would be really happy. Yeah, I hope you succeed in increasing governance participation. That would really be, uh, I think that's a great thing to aim towards. And it's something I care about as well, um, especially in regards to my work with Spixito. So I would love to see uh, you have an impact on that. Um, and it sounds like you have a good set of values and um, goals as a validator. So yeah, sounds awesome. And uh, thanks for joining us. And I hope you stick around. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Uh, Sisler, any 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 final thoughts for this discussion before we move on, or is everything all good? Oh yeah, uh, definitely. You know, follow Leonard Kupferman for their governance insights. You know, for their uh, active. You know, uh, they keep communicating about their active participation, which might be a controversial take sometimes, but definitely you know triggers that discussion. You know, in the right direction. And uh, a huge shout out to Leonor as well, uh, who has been extremely active in, uh, especially within the Omniflix community. And I see her completely active across multiple other ecosystems as well. When I say ecosystems, not just app chains, but really within the ecosystem. So, you know, kudos to all that she does as well. And uh, I personally think Leonor and Leonor Stuttman, they are a great team. Yeah, I agree uh, on that last part. Uh, I definitely believe they're a great team. Um, and I've seen a lot of uh, participation in governance uh, from from yourself, Linus Cryptoman. So amazing stuff there. And uh, keep it up. All right. So we have a couple more topics still to get through on today's space. We've actually spent nearly 15 minutes on the space already today. So we've got through quite uh, a lot, but we still have a ton more to, co- to get through. So. Um, I see Super, you've come up to speak. So I believe we can jump jump to you next with some updates uh, from the Flip Fanatic. Uh, sure, How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thank you, Liam. Uh, welcome everyone to Flick Stock 84. But actually, you know, uh, when, I, when I raised my hand, I actually raised because I wanted to also give a shout out to Linus Kryptoman. Uh, he got introduced uh, by, you no, know, as he rightly mentioned, Omnipresent Leonor. 
and she was my friend and she recommended him and i stayed because uh, the fact i like about him is that he is not just active when there is a proposal up but even when there are discussions happening for them and i personally do validate with him for certain chains and that is even probably before i even joined omniflex i have you know certain chains i have uh, been you know uh, staked my tokens with him and you no know, i actually wanted to ask a question uh, to him and uh, very different than what the discussion has been so uh, Tripman, I wanted to know you do validate Omniflex Flex token, great. Uh, but have you also used any of the other products Omniflex has? Uh, and probably I was looking for maybe you know, uh, have you considered doing a validator drop uh, on a marketplace? Ooh, doing the validator drop on a marketplace? I, I haven't, I haven't tested that part yet. I know from the past that certain validators have done. NFT drops, for example, to, to their delegators. I haven't tested that part yet. Um, but as I said, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the more interactive part with my delegators. I think there's there, for me at least, that, that's where the magic happens to get better as a voter, as a validator. Um, and I think that that's more added value for me at least than um, um doing some um thank you drops let's put it that way i think my for me the oh, right. in, in, in the interactive part fair enough fair enough i would look forward to then hear more from you on our new version of omniflix tv with regards to governance thank you for your time right so let's go ahead with the subtow activities and I uh, will not bore anyone with the usual you know, quiz, we did quiz, we did AMA. I'm going to talk about what we are going to be doing. Like, like Liam said you know, a few moments ago that uh, Flix token is only live, airdrop is live. The first batch of people who have probably claimed have all, already got 100% of their Flix token airdrop. They probably staked or probably participated if they were wise. They participated in our Flix Friday, and uh, that everyone who participated in the Flix Friday campaign, this is the first announcement, got their Flix fam batch. The first batch of the batch has been drawn, and uh, that is going to be now a central part of what the Flix Analytics will be up to going forward. So I will take this opportunity to probably announce that the quiz winners also, apart from the rewards that they get, will also be getting now a Flix Sun batch and including our Zilli quiz members, whoever completes a minimum of 10 quests. So there will be 25 top winners who will be getting rewarded. It's ending on 11th September, Whenever Omniflix TV would be starting, we are going to be wrapping up our sprint. And it's all probably, you know, goes without saying it's going to be now all about Omniflix TV. But, uh, you know, make sure that you do participate in as many quests as possible on the sprint on Zilli. And if you have completed a minimum of 10 quests, you will also become eligible for a Flixman batch. Now, what is this Flixman batch? This is a recognition of the people who are participating in our quests, in our activities. So we can know who are, have been active and we can then know appropriately reward those people who have given their time, have given their feedback, suggestions and all to us to help us improve 
our interaction with the community. And uh, going forward about that, uh, we will be also every month, end of the month, announce a contributor of the month. And that will be probably, you know, among the person who has been one of the most active uh, in, our, in the activities, what the FlixFam, the community subdaw has uh, been conducting. So make sure that you do participate in our quiz, our AMAs, our you know, Zilli quest, and uh, these batches will have a lot of utility going forward. We you know very soon you will hear about uh, them being eligible for a whitelist, getting discounted NFTs, maybe getting NFT rewards, and lots more. So these are basic about what the community subda has been up to. They were planning about, you know, everyone, uh, you see DOT 2.0, Ethereum 2.0. So we also wanted to do Flix Fanatic 2.0 with uh, new activities and uh, you know, make sure that uh, people who support us are given enough opportunity to keep interacting with OmniFlix and keep sharing the feedback suggestions. Also, guys, uh, now, a lot has been mentioned, and we will be keep telling you all about OmniFix TV version 1 coming up on 11th September. But in case you also think that you want to participate or one of the projects which you love should be there. So it's not just about OmniFix. OmniFix has always been about Cosmos. So if you think any other Cosmos project maybe got an airdrop and you think that that project is awesome or you think this project is not recognized enough, Maybe they can also have their interactive videos, educational content, information about them, what their dApps are up to. Maybe have some explanation, explanatory videos about them. We are welcoming everyone. You can have them, reach them, ask them to reach us, or let us know whom you would like to see, and we will reach out to them to make sure that you no, know, OmniFlix TV is going to be the place. I assure you, where everyone would need, you know, want to be. So. A lot of things happening from the team and also from the community subdao Flex Fanatics. Thank you. Thanks, Super. There was a bunch of updates there. So it sounds like there's going to be a ton of different ways uh, or new ways, really, for people to interact with the community and participate in the Flix, like Fanatics community. Um, the Flix and badges sound really interesting, Super. I was wondering if there's like a limit to how many will ever be made or if there's always going to be opportunity for people who want to come and try and earn one of them. All right. So, you know, uh, I can say that the Flix and badge is something you won't be able to buy. It has to be earned. There is no limit to the batch. Those are, those would be given to everyone who has been participating actively with us. I'll firstly want them to be in hundreds of thousands. So no, there won't be any limit to those. Uh, we have recently dropped to everyone who participated in our Flix Friday. And like I mentioned, it will be given to the winners of the quiz. And even those people who have completed 10 or more quests on our current sprint, which in itself would be you now more than 50 or 60 people, uh, who have completed more than 10 quests. So, you know, those members. So these are going to form the core of people we recognize who have been participating in, in OmniFlix, uh, you know, subdaw, community subdaw, Flix Fanatics activities and helping us spread the word about uh, what we are trying to do. Yeah, and then that with um, contributor of the month as well. Sounds like it's a lot of, a lot of like, stuff for people to be recognized for. So I really love that. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I hope it goes well, the new campaign and, and uh, Flix Fanatics 2.0. Look forward to it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Manny, I see you're our speaker. How are you doing today? Uh, feel free to share with us some of your thoughts. I'm doing, I'm doing awesome, Liam, and uh, very good to be here. And uh, especially like the Flixfam badges, like in the sense, like they are non-transferable in the sense. So, so like, I mean, nobody can sell it, nobody can transfer it. So the only way you get it is you have to earn it by participating in activities and to be involved in the Omniflix fam in the sense. So now, like with the Flixfam badge, it is a it is an on-chain recognition. It is an on-chain uh, certificate in the sense showing that okay, you are an active part of Flixfam. So you didn't even got that NFT by transfer. You you earned that. So because it is non-transferable, it's uh, in the same way. I mean, uh, same way like I thought about like uh, in in education certificates. Like you can't. Uh, I mean, you can't transfer the certificate from someone else. So like you have to earn it. I mean, that's where we see like uh, the entire Omniflix chain market and uh, and everything is a tool. Like the market is a monetization tool. But at the end of the day, the NFT, the blockchain uh, infrastructure, the blockchain, this thing, uh, it just shows uh, it is very dynamic and it can be used in uh, in multiple ways. And when it comes to the Omniflix TV, I'm really, really excited for it. And uh, as I said, like, uh, we, I mean, just looking past what is, uh, I mean, like uh, the Flix token or what uh, token or NFT buying and selling or anything. If we just look at the, look at them as a tools and which can, uh, which can change the future, which can be part of the a wider a wider uh, system in the sense so yeah then we i mean uh, the, then the possibilities are endless and yeah these are amazing tools thank you guys yeah i feel like flex fanatics can like actually build up reputation throughout uh, their interactions with omniflex through these kind of badges right so it's almost like if there's opportunities to get more involved or if you're looking at like who's the most active um, it's almost like having your own like personal reputation on Omniflix, which is really cool. Uh, it could probably help like Super Era, Manny, yourself as well, Sisla, like see who in the community has been participating, who's the most engaged, and also how like other community members can see that as well. I really like that concept uh, or that part of it as well. Um, we're all here to have fun and be social. So yeah, sorry, go ahead, go ahead, Sisla. Uh, I was. I was just uh, looking to you know, add a thought there. Yeah, it's not just within the Omniflix community, but uh, you know, someone that has been active on Omniflix can actually prove the fact that they were active on Omniflix with these NFTs. Of course, we are not calling them credentials or you know, the Flix fanatics came up with the design of this badge model, which is what we normally pitch in Web2 situations as well to convert Web2 people or uh you know organizations to get introduced to web 3 we ask them not to sell nfts we ask them yeah there are a few things that we do that might not make sense uh right now for uh someone that's a, that's web3 native but uh yeah it has worked out well during our twitches it has worked out well uh to say crack a deal and uh yeah i think uh, this credential type NFT or this old bound NFT in some sense uh, can be used 
as a way to prove that someone has been actively involved and can be actively involved. So, yeah, just a small step in, uh, and, you know, I'm really excited for what Flick Fanatics 2.0 will be. Uh, let's see how this uh, turns out. Uh, I'm also, like, as informed as, like, most of you guys, probably a bit more. But, uh, you know, yeah, we will probably see it unfold uh, in the week or going forward. Yeah. It sounds light-hearted and fun, which is nice as well. I think of it like Xbox achievements, right? Like when you like get an achievement or a trophy on PlayStation, uh, you're not like getting it as a credential, which you can then use for some something else, right? It's more of like a social thing. It's more fun. It's more like who's got the best like achievements for a game, or who's like the you know who's made the most collections, or who's like answered the most quiz uh, questions correctly, that kind of thing. So I really like that. All right, so Sisla, do you want to do the engineering updates uh, next? I know, uh, I think we're meant to have Cheetan at some point, but I can't see him as a speaker. So um, should, we, should we do the engineering updates? Sure. No, I'm very eager. Yeah, let's go for it. Uh, awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you, Liam. Uh, let's get started with a few details from, say, uh, last week or last 10 days. So since the last time we had this conversation, we've uh, had over uh, 2,500 streams that got created to claim uh, the Flix drop. So we now have 23,200 plus uh, unique holders and uh, we have 8.6 million Flix that were claimed. Last time it was around 8.3. So you know, in the last six days, or yeah, six days, you know, we've had almost uh, over 300k, you know, 400k tokens that were claimed. You know, this is the sixth week or fifth week, I'll say, uh, of the flick drop. So most tokens have been claimed uh, during the initial days. Uh, and these campaigns will stay active until the end of the year, at least. After that, we'll, of course, you know, discuss with the community and uh, see how best the tokens that are not claimed can be utilized. That being said, stream pay is in, uh, yeah, is completely functional. You know, you can see a uh, very seamless experience when people claim the uh, flip shop. And uh, apart from that, there have been discussions internally going on with respect to stream pay or within the community, I'll say, as well, uh, with respect to the fees around uh, creation of streams. So if that is one, uh, from a technology perspective and community perspective, we've also had quite the progress when it comes to version 47. We've been observing chains like Juno you know, that migrated to version 47 of the HDK. We are prepping for the same. That is when we'll most likely see ICS 721 that will be rolled out, which is the interchain uh, standard for NFTs or the interoperable standard for NFTs across the interchain. And uh, yeah. No timeline yet, but at the same time, we're making sure that uh, there is a good amount of focus, making sure that everything is done right. And uh, yeah, works well at the end of the day. So if that is from a protocol standpoint, we are, of course, very excited for what's coming up with TV, Omniflix TV. Uh, they'll be releasing on 9-11 or September 11th. And uh, yeah, what is it that's getting excited? Like, why are we excited? So this is after two years of alpha. 
Uh, Omniflix TV actually launched on the same day as Osmosis did, uh, with IrisNet and Osmosis campaigns actually going out live, uh, yeah, as the first set of campaigns. And since then, we've had uh, quite a lot of traction across multiple Cosmos ecosystems, communities, you know, creators like Tardigrade, Stangle themselves, you know, went ahead, utilized the infrastructure. Uh, we've also had multiple creators come up with, you know, various ideas, be it for a whitelist, be it for a drop, you know, be it just to engage with their community. And uh, why are we excited is because this is one of the first core MediaTek offerings or apps that's, that, that's going live on Omniflix. And if this is the first uh, with interactive videos, I'm sure uh, most here or you know, people that have followed Omniflix or followed the Cosmos ecosystem, you know, know about the involvement of Omniflix uh, with respect to media across ecosystems, be it with Osmosis, be it with Cosmos and so on and so forth. So this offering will expand to, yeah, Omniflix TV is a publishing platform that's starting off with interactive videos but will expand to, in general, video publishing, token-gated uh, or token-protected video access, and, uh, of course, live streaming as well. So quite a lot is happening on that front, and this is, of course, a mix between the media tech, the app layer, and the protocol itself. So the, the most important aspect about Omniflix TV uh, for the launch would be the ability to set up interactive videos and yeah, how does that work? So I'll quickly run through the details of uh, how that might work. So this is the first time that we are sharing these details. Uh, there is no document as such, but uh, if there's anyone interested, you know, they can definitely ping in the Omniflix Telegram group or on Twitter, anywhere, and we should be able to help you get started. After uh, September 11th, you should be able to do it yourself. This is just because uh, the launch did not happen. We'll have to like hand hold in some sense. Now, so how does this work? As a creator, as a community, you can go ahead and mint a video NFT on Omniflix, and video NFTs can be published as interactive videos. Now, these interactive videos are classified or categorized under your channel. So you got to set up a channel, mint a video NFT and use that video NFT to create an interactive video. So your channel is just like your username, you will receive what is a channel NFT. And again, this will be non-transferable uh, initially, right? This is say the V1 of channel NFTs and the V2, the version two of channel NFTs will primarily be driven by smart contracts completely. And uh, yeah, you'll have much better mechanisms around that. But to be able to quickly prototype or you know, for rapid prototyping and you know to make sure that creators have this access channel nfts are now being created just to make sure that users can reserve their channel names or usernames for their channel that being said if there is a channel right now you should be able to go ahead and publish interactive videos say for example there is this stexito channel or you know Aulis, you know, Wolfman is here, you know, with their stream swap that's coming up. So, you know, shoot shout out to them as well. Uh, maybe we can have them on the space, you know, in subsequent weeks. But they can go ahead and set up their channel explaining how stream swap works, you know, how 
yeah, how their token model works, you know, what are the benefits, and they can go ahead and publish their interactive videos only right now. But going forward, it'll be, I'll say VOD videos, but if you do not understand that, normal videos like how you publish on YouTube can also be published. So yeah, simple process, Mint a video NFT on Omniflix, set up your channel, publish your interactive video, completely permissionless. So this is what we are most excited about, and uh, this is what we've been working on for quite some time. And uh, there are partnerships, you know, with uh, uh, yeah, with organizations that will end up utilizing interactive videos as well. So, yeah, uh, this has been the majority of the focus for the team right now. And uh, of course, we are also prepping for something very exciting for Cosmos, and we'll keep you guys posted. Wow, okay, so there was a bit of a teaser there at the end, um, you know, regarding Cosmoverse. Is that something quite big or is it just something like a little a little thing that you're working on there, Fisler? I'd be like underselling if I'd say it were a little thing, uh, <laughs> but I don't want to like create any hype as such, no speculation. This is something that the, the Cosmos ecosystem hasn't seen at this point in time. Now I can say that. I don't think... We've had this model get executed in the Ethereum world as well. So let's see, you know, this is like interactive videos. Right? So, you know, this is something that people across Web3 did not actually see, see it in action, but probably knew that something like this could happen in theory. So, yeah, we're making sure we prototype. Like, Cosmoverse is an extremely amazing place for, for tech technology to be demonstrated, especially it has worked out well for us. Uh, for those that have been following Cosmos 2021, 2022, and 2023 as well, uh, I'm sure you've seen the progression there uh, with what Omniflix is doing and with how we've been involved. And uh, this is yet another place. You know, 2023 is yet another event where we'll be prototyping something that will go mainstream in the future. Yeah. All right. So I'll, I'll hold off any more questions this now. I'm just going to look forward to whatever it is, the surprise you have waiting for us. Um, you know, we've spoke about Omniflex TV a lot already in this space, and it sounds like there's a real push for getting getting different parts of that product out. So, um, and showing and demonstrating how to use it, maybe curating as well, all of this stuff. So, um, it's all really exciting, Sisler. And I still think Omniflex's main, like, unique selling point. Obviously, you have a lot of different stuff that you're doing very well, but like, completely unique is this like video. TV, live stream, just content, video content kind of focus. And uh, hopefully we'll see, um, you know, validators like Leonardo's Cryptoman take advantage of that, help with like governance participation for what was some unique uh, designs and consumer experiences on that side. But also so many other things uh, can be possible from, from what you've been saying there, Sisler. So yeah, really excited. Thank you, Liam. Yes, we're definitely excited for uh, Omniflix TV as well and all that's coming to Omniflix TV. So, yeah, fingers crossed for the launch and beyond. Can you um, tease any more about the partnerships that you mentioned? Um, like, do you have any, like, announcements lined up or, like, how many sort of partners are in the work? Uh, just curious to see um, that sort of things. If you can share, of course. Yeah, I can probably share numbers. Uh, we've like handheld and made sure to get about five independent creators uh, 
projects. Uh, by projects, I mean the uh, app slash app chains. We are talking to more, uh, more on the way. Yeah, the launch we definitely believe will be, uh, you know, a good day for someone that's experimenting to start off. But uh, we see over the next three to four weeks, we'll see a lot of activity with respect to Omniflix TV while we are at customers or even otherwise. So that is the more exciting part because I can see the future lined up, you know, the pipeline ready for the future uh, and not just a launch day, but, uh, you know, step-by-step. Step. I won't say baby steps, but step-by-step. Step. And uh, yeah, the, the there is a partnership announcement or, you know, there is an announcement that I've been uh, talking about, I think since Zaki space, the IST space, uh, two weeks back. Uh, yeah, you'll definitely hear more about it. Yeah, there's there's the legal part. There are a lot of uh, minor points that need to be taken care of other than just the tech or the community building part. So please stay tuned. Uh, a lot of big things coming up your way uh, from Omnifi. Yeah. Exciting stuff. I have a feeling. I, I have an idea what that might be, Sisla, but uh, we'll save that for um when you announce it if i'm right anyways but i don't i don't know very much guys anyone listening like there's very little that i know that isn't like already public uh especially compared to you sister you, you must have a real job holding back on some of the information that you share yeah i always have a hard time you know i just want to like share all the details in an extremely transparent manner but that shouldn't probably be the case uh yeah liam like we've had the advantage of meeting each other in person so you know parts of it but uh yeah quite a lot coming up that's what's amazing by the way for anyone listening about like these in-person events you you sometimes catch like snippets of things that are going on like at omniflex or at osmosis or anything like this just from like discussions with people and hanging out that maybe like won't get announced for like some time and in fact it's like not even like a big thing when it's mentioned it's just like oh hey we're like maybe working on this and like you know fast forward like six months and then you see something release and you're like oh wow like that was actually what was mentioned that that those two sentences that Sisla said to me or those two sentences that Sunny said this is what's resulted of it so um yeah I'm, I'm still a big advocate of going to in-person events for that reason just to like hang out and chat with people like yourself, Sisler, and, and other people in the space who make everything happen at the end of the day. Like without the teams, we wouldn't have any of the developments that we have. Yeah, I should like agree with that because in-person events actually help you feel the vibe. Yes, Twitter does help you feel that to an extent, but in-person events are uh, much better. You might have, yeah, as a, as a community member, you might have heard this from multiple the ecosystem participants that uh, went to these events, but like being there versus hearing about it is completely different. And, you know, with our probably with our live experiences, we aim to bridge the gap, but it's never like, you know, 100% bridged. So, yeah, definitely if you get a chance, small, big, it doesn't matter. Uh, you'll definitely find uh, your peers, you know, ecosystem participants that come down to these events and uh, they yeah, they actually make a lot of difference and uh, you'll definitely take away, walk away with insights, uh, you know, plans and may even understand the pain that uh, your peers go through. Be it in any, you know, be it at any level, be it at any, you know, be it with any stakeholder, there is, uh, there is pain and uh, 
yeah by pain i don't mean distress but like pain in terms of a lot of things small big and uh, when you get to know all of these minor details uh, you feel that everyone's in the same boat and you know yeah you you get to feel the ecosystem a lot better yeah you see the people as well behind the ecosystem um it's not all blockchain it's not all computers and machines and state and all of this stuff and applications there's actual people who do all the work and all the community members in the space today like we're all part of like the ecosystem as well we participate in governance maybe we like make nft collections we buy them so yeah i think like seeing people in person and just speaking with them like even like sandy for example like meeting uh, you sandy at cosmoverse um it really gave me like an insight into you as a person and like the person behind fantastical animals right it's not just oh this is fantastical animals this is a collection and it's an nft project it's like everything else all the human side so yeah i really love that too sister and yeah just want to echo everything you said basically true that's uh very true and uh <laughs> i remember jacob and sandy meeting uh jacob met sandy before i met sandy at cosmos 2022 and jacob was telling me and then i met jacob right like first and he mentioned that uh you know there is this extremely energetic enthusiastic woman that uh, explained to me about omniflix uh and uh, yeah i was talking yeah I was talking uh you know good words about sandy uh i could of course immediately you know relate that it was sandy uh, but at the same time when i met her you know all of those you know actually like i saw them you know i i saw the persona uh, that i was hearing and hearing about you know all these days so definitely it means a lot for us to uh, connect you know people that are participating utilizing the tech you know for builders that's like a huge bonus or a huge you know it makes what we're building much more meaningful and uh, Yeah, I'm very glad that uh, we went down to Cosmos 2022 and excited to be a part of Cosmos 2023 as well. Uh, Sandy's just requested, so let's see if we can get her up. Um, Sandy, I think I've accepted you. Um, maybe you just need to wait a few seconds. But if you can speak, go ahead. Yeah, you should be a speaker now. Hi, everybody. Thank you, Sisla. Hi, Liam. Yes, Cosmoverse was a game changer. for anybody who's been in the crypto space it's not like there's a university right my my journey began with youtube right i was watching crypto cito and liam talk about the different uh, coins and staking and and all the terminology and things and then after quite a while to get into it deep and then to have the opportunity to go and meet the people in person and also to be like you said building and working all from far away and um so it, it's a totally new world where we can come together globally without a lot of restrictions and and we're building together so it it is this, it is an exciting time and i think the hardest thing to do is carving out space to sleep properly because you know we're, we're working on a global scale and deadlines and things and <laughs> your evening is my morning and all that and and um i think that's personally that's the biggest adjustment i've had to make as a grown up and and so i i hope everybody takes good care of their health and i'm looking forward to continuing to build this ecosystem with you all 
with the beautiful art and all the intelligent people who are building these systems. And I really respect Leonor's uh, uh, crypto man and what he said about, you know, uh, validating isn't paying my bills. I got a day job and I have a life and no, I won't be super expanding at this time. And so when, when, when the time comes where this will be actually providing um, an income, where we, we can quit our day jobs and focus on this, uh, then I think we're, we're just going to reach new heights. But until then, I really value the people who are putting in this time without getting paid and, and putting up with um, the lack of understanding of what's happening. So the crypto space is difficult. It, it's kind of sleazy and scammy. But when you take the time to look into it, and to find communities where they're actually building good projects, um, then it becomes uh, kind of a heaven and it becomes really beautiful. And to connect with Sisla and Super and Jacob and uh, may he rest in peace, Ken. Um, th these are the real people who are building these spaces. And uh, anyway, I love seeing everybody, Tardigrades, Jacob, everybody shows up. And uh, wherever we are, whatever time of day or night, um, we, we get together to hear the updates. And Sisla, I'm looking forward to the OmniFlex TV. I have to tell you, I'm really excited about that. We've been using that as a tool to get our um, goodies and NFTs and learning. And, uh, and I'm excited about the educational aspect of it. And I really, from a personal perspective, I think this is going to be a huge deal in future education and certifications in degrees and that type of thing. I think there's a huge potential for that. And I'm definitely excited to discover it with you. Thanks so much for letting me share my chit chat on your important update uh, technical talk. Back to you, host. Thanks, Sandy, for those words. And um, yeah, I can't really say anything you say, I can never say better because you always put it across so well. Um, especially for people like to understand who are less like plugged into the space already like it's easy to forget how there are a lot of scams and sleaziness in in the space because it's so new like people don't understand it and that's what brings scams up right it's kind of like internet banking um like it's still full of scams because a, a lot of elder people people who don't use technology as much they don't really understand it so i see it as like the same kind of thing um but it's easy to forget that when you know how you're navigating the space. And like even say, saying that, even even then, you still have to be careful. Um, but yeah, really, really just understand everything you said there. Um, so thanks for sharing that. Uh, is there any thoughts um, on, on that topic? Because if not, I was going to ask about Cheetan and whether or not we'll have some updates from him. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure if uh, Cheetan join but at the same time yeah i think i missed mentioning a lot of the folks that utilize what is the alpha version of omniflix tv thank you sandy for sharing your thoughts and you know we understand why you're excited uh because you utilize the alpha version uh extensively and so did uh you know some of the others i won't say everyone but uh, v1 is going to be super exciting you know permissionless anyone can come down create, min their NFT, set up their channel, and start to publish interactive videos. Uh, we'll probably figure out a friendly business model for people that are creating uh, interactive videos, people that are participating in them, and plan for that. But at this point in time, 
know, publishing an interactive video is uh, free. And uh, yeah, you should be able to try it out and uh, experiment. So yeah, pretty excited for that. And thank you, Sandy, for being a part of this journey. All right. So I, I guess in that case, we might have come to the end of the space. So I just want to give everyone an opportunity to come and speak. Super, for example, raised his hand. Super, please go ahead. And while Super's speaking, if anyone else wants to ask any questions or get involved, just request to speak and we'll get you up. But yeah, Super, please go ahead. Thank you. Liam, I know that the space has been longer than what we you know are usually up to. But uh, since Chetan has not been able to be here, uh, let me you know quickly just go through the collection which is launched. That's what you know, mostly it does. Uh, in the venture space. So very quickly, guys, make sure that you do check all the collections and the videos on Omniflix TV. But to just summarize, this week we had Bijan FTE, and it's uh, all listed. Most of them are listed on the on the stable token. So this is for 20 IST or USDC XLR. And the NFT collection where holders will utilize the treasury to invest into DeFi LPs, taking and leveraging to generate yield to flip into more Omniflix NFTs. The next one is Stunning Beauty Collection. This is listed at 200 Flix tokens. And this is the Stunning Beautiful Exotic and Deadly Jellyfish NFTs. And there are only 80 items available, 80 NFTs available, which you can get on the marketplace. The next is by RIL NFT, and this is Imagine Dragons. And she even had an interactive video and the people who participated have got a whitelist to one of our NFT. The NFTs are available for 10 IST token or 0.2 Atom. And this is uh, available at a discounted rate for the participants of the interactive video on alpha.omniflix.tv. Maybe another reason I will recommend that every time on Wednesday space, by the way, do come for a Friday space. Uh, that will be at the same hour, 1400 hours, and we give all the participants a proof of participation NFT, which are uh, you can claim via alpha.omniflix.tv for now. And there, when you go, make sure that you also participate in all the videos which are there, apart from even the proof of participation NFTs, because some of them really give, can give you some whitelist and more rewards. So that was how even I got a whitelist for Imagine Dragons. And this is about the beautiful land of Dragoria, where each human has its own magical dragon. And that NFT is av available exclusively on Omniflix Marketplace. The next is 3D creatures. And this collection uh, contains creatures which do not exist in the real world, but only in fantasy series. And I have to say this has very beautiful background and available for only 25 flex tokens each right now. The next is Crazy Ducks. And uh, this is by you know, one of the Flix fam, Dark Light. And uh, it's available for 4.2 IST or 4.2 USTC. And uh, no, talking about Dark Light, she's also had a collab with Tangle who keeps on doing a lot. You know, uh, with, with Flix Planetics, I suppose he's one of the creators who does so much for the community. And right now, Tangle has an NFT giveaway in collab with Darkline. And uh, that is also available on the Twitter account. We have also retweeted that. So make sure that you do check out these collections and also other collections 
which are there via marketplace, collect now, via auctions. You might get some even via campaigns and do make sure that you do participate in all the videos on alpha.omniflix.tv for this week at least until we come up with a better version next week. Thank you for your time, Liam. Yep, and uh, you know, there is something that you uh, should have mentioned. I do not uh, remember the numbers by heart, but at the same time, we've had uh, a stable coin curation or uh, the Flick Fridays this month focused on uh, NFTs that were listed in stable coins, be it part of the launchpad auction or uh, the buy now, collect now uh, feature. So we've had creators like Chris, creators like RIL, creators like Hobbies that experimented, and we've seen that uh, the primary market uh, or stable coins perform like really well when the tokens, the NFTs, are in their primary market, you know, minting. And uh, yeah, that has, uh, you know, that has, uh, I'll say, uh, created or like that has led to an insight where uh, we are now talking to the IST team. Uh, you know, for a deeper collaboration, as well as, uh, you know, they're very excited that NFT creators are utilizing IST uh, and, uh, you know, configuring their main, you know, launch pads like Howley's, uh, their secondary markets, like, uh, you know, like the way we see with auctions uh, for fight from bets, you know, uh, Chris, the creator is also here. And uh, of course, the other creators that are utilizing IST. So, you know, kudos to all the efforts, you know, you prove that a model works, you know, we can make sure to double down on these models and extremely bullish on uh, native USDC that will be arriving into the cosmos like real real soon. So, you know, thank you to all the creators that have utilized stable coins in the past few weeks uh, and made sure that uh, you know, the thesis for the projects that are building these protocols, you know, is also validated and, uh, you know, gave them additional insight for them to you know, integrate better, to collaborate better and build better. So thank you all. And just a quick shout out, I think as well, to everyone who's joined the space today. Uh, people who've come up to speak, like yourself, Sisler, Sandy, Super, Lena's Crypto Man, and then all the listeners, like Auli's, I see you, I see Korean Concept. Uh, how's the YouTube channel going, by the way? I hope it's going well. Hardigrade, Tangled, Heroyo, uh, Wolfman knows so many of you, Abra, I see, Chris, um, Dizzle, like there's so many people, sorry if I missed your names, uh, but just want to give a massive shout out to all of you listening in. And uh, from my side, I think there's nothing more for me to add. Um, so I'll just hand it back over to you, Sisla, or to the Omniflix host uh, to wrap things up or share any final updates. Sure, thank you for hosting all of us, uh, Liam, and uh, so thank you for patiently making sure that this one hour space is uh, coordinated, hosted quite well. Uh, you know, yeah, we have a lot going on in the ecosystem. We have a lot to share. And probably this has become the norm right now, but we'll be sure to keep it tight. Uh, but that being said, uh, Jatin, I think we can end the space and become there. Hi, Mokachuk. Thank you, everyone, for joining in and for such an informative space. I hope to see you soon, especially for in the studio episode 69. Uh, don't forget to set up reminders. We'll be sending you some already. 
we'll be collecting to talk about a lot of interesting collections that are coming up, updates, and as we inch towards basically the launch of Omnifix TV, a lot of updates from creators who will be uh, soon launching their content on Omnifix TV. I think Liam wants to say something, yeah, please. I, I was just going to respond to Sisler and say, like, I feel like what you were trying to say there, Sisler, is thanks for making this one hour space an hour and a half space every week instead. <laughs> Not at all. Um, yeah. <laughs> Not at all. You know, thank you for making sure that all the updates are accommodated without actually, say, interrupting someone or, like, cutting them short. So, you know, that's why we believe, you know, you're this excellent host to make sure that the six months updates are all presented right. Thanks, Sister. Thanks, and, and back to you, Chatham. Okay, Jason. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Definitely, uh, Liam. You've been. Uh, it doesn't hurt to have like you know an interesting discussion going. So that, and I think uh, as we are inching towards the launch of Omnifix TV, a uh, lot more updates. And for those who haven't yet signed up for early access or like are still sort of thinking how they want, they will be sort of. Uh, uh, able to get their content there if they have if they have, if they have ideas but they want to help us help you with the execution please reach out to us and uh, we are also counting down to cosmos 2023 which is kind of like the super bowl of cosmos so of course the time for us to ship a lot of product and to also show what we will be building towards uh, with that in mind again for thank you everyone for joining in have a good day good night Motherfucker screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality, stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets, dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments. Red down days, got them acting all bankless. Yo, fam, what? Check these token knocks. They probing this bear, flexing broken honest. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knotters, and then to end a long day, eleven bowls of chronic. Never known the politic. I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity. Before they hit rock bottom over impossible loss It's all moss and I'm liking the odds Bond doing the morning forming mycological bonds Flick the cap, yo, the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage like the shit is play for keeps Clowns white knight and all these Maybellines They call it implausible when model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats and then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east. Y'all better sign a release. 
when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers, motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be dumbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and blunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Terror spaces.